Welcome into another episode of NFR Live, January 7th, our seventh podcast for the 31 for 31 campaign that we've launched on the premium side. And on the line, I have uh, the 2016 NBS North Shore Bass Angler of the Year, Patrick Ogeron. Patrick, welcome to the show. It's been a hard year, I know, for you, huh? <laughs> Man, I tell you, it's been <laughs> a year that has flown by, though. It has it's certainly. Certainly has. You started out um, in, a, in the spring, very hot, kind of tailed into the summer, stayed hot. Um, and it, talk about that a little bit coming out into the season. Um, did you have any goals did you, as far as NBS, you know, those power rankings? I know a, a lot of the guys look at those power rankings, you know, being competitive anglers, uh, tournament anglers, uh, that that's a big deal to them. Uh, did you have any goals as far as that's concerned? Uh, 2015, I don't think you placed. Is that correct? No, no. I think I was a few points out. Um, coming wow. into 16, I mean, of course, anybody's goal is to be number one. You know, I mean, that's that's what your ultimate goal is. But um, realistically, I was just wanting to be like top five. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. that's that's what I was shooting for. <laughs> yeah. Well, this, this point system will definitely drive you crazy. Uh, top three, and that's it. Not even top four. It's top three. Um, and that's the only way you, you score points. So more more tournaments you fish on the North Shore, more places, you know, top threes you get, you add it all up. Um, but you strung together uh, a good uh, list of number one finishes that I see here. Um, talk about talk about your first win, uh, when that came, and then what was going through your head there. Uh, the first win, I think, was mid-February, early February, um, Bayou Lacombe. And um, that was, you know, it was any a Bass Assassins. And with the Bass Assassins, you've always have a little bit of pressure because they weigh, weigh in at a noon. So, you know, you don't really have a lot of time to go out there and to, and to really, really let it, let it come to you. I mean, it's something that you got to go out there and you got to say, okay, I'm, I got plan A and plan B and I hope that's going to work, you know, and, um, this time I went out there and plan A didn't work, plan B didn't work. So I just went out to the main and I just fished and, um, luck would have it. That's where they were. And, um, you know, after about caught about four fish, it was one of those deals where they was just like on spots and I could run down a bank and I knew whether or not that I could stop on that bank and there would be some there or not. But um, it was a deal where I definitely, I got it figured out once I found them quick, and um, in about three hours, I caught about 15 fish, I think, or and um, then I caught that four something late, and um, had 12 something pounds. You know, it's one of my best stringers ever on uh, on the North Shore. Yeah, yeah, and a tricky place to, to fish by Lacombe as well, uh, but great way to start out the year. Um, now you say you caught that big one late. How late in the tournament did you catch that one? It was 11-ish. Um, I started off, it, it had been warm last year, kind of like it has been. And, you know, I was thinking that the fish was going to be moving back into some of the spawning areas. And I spent the first two hours, and they just weren't there. And then um, I had a good I had a good base five fish, and it warmed on up some more. And I said, let me just go and check just one last cut. And I went in there about 11 
eleven ten or something. And um, you know, it missed it the first time I threw back in there and um uh, it nailed it. It was a uh it was a chatterbait, uh one of uh, Ronald Pierre's uh, uh RP three custom lures. Uh vib- yeah. vib- That's a great and, bait. Uh, what color what color was that, if you don't mind me asking? Oh uh, I know I know he likes his blues and it his was a perch uh, color. It was the perch color bait. Okay. Okay. Awesome, awesome. Um, now, man, you know, you talk about you had five fish. You uh, you caught that big one. That's when you probably started shaking, huh? <laughs> oh man, I uh, I was I was actually a GoPro in that one, and uh, I'm not really big on like you know fist pumping or yelling or anything, uh-huh. you know. But um, when I boat flipped it in there, I I did give a you know a little fist pump on that one. I think though. <laughs> Well, that's great. First place I sent you on your way. And um, talk about any other tournament that was special to you, uh, you know, whether it be spring or summer. Um, I think, I think the another one. It was the Florida Parishes tournament on uh, Bayou Lacombe, and um, it was a struggle up until like the last thirty minutes. Uh, Bailey and I, uh, Bailey Madeer, my all. My uh, partner and I had been, um, we had ran all over the place, and I think we had like two fish. And uh, we was coming back into Lacombe about 2.20, and um, I noticed that the water came back up good. The tide had been coming in, and um, we just stopped on a bank just outside there that I that I had actually fished um, in the Bass Assassins. And um, about the fourth cast, man, I had a five-and-a-half-pounder just absolutely choked. Hey, a swim jig, and um, I nice to start with, out hey, that, like that. Oh yeah, you know, and then <laughs> it got then it, then it got serious, and um, we wound up catching our five and culling, I think, twice in like uh, fifteen minutes, you know, and then we had to go, but it just kind of ingrained in me that you can't never really like give up. I mean, you got to keep thinking, you got to mentally stay in it, just because you never know. It you know it could happen, in like that case in like ten minutes or fifteen, you can go lights out. You know and that's what we did, and uh, yeah. wound up second in that one. Wow! So you talk about catching a big fish late. You're talking about catching a big fish early. Personal preference. You now you've you've done it both. What would you if you had to pick? Would you rather that fish come early? You'd rather that fish come late? Historically, when I catch a big one early, I don't do that good. So I'm going to have to go with late. Um, there's been times when I've caught, you know, a seven or eight pounder in the first first 20 minutes, and then the rest of the day was just like a grind. I don't know if, if it's because mentally I'm thinking, okay, you know, I'm where I need to be. I just got to finish it off. And you just mm-hmm. don't fish quite the same as when you're fishing from behind, kind of, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. So I think I'd really catch that kicker late. It's more exciting. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like the icing on a cake. You're trying to put together a good string of five, and you got it, and then that that big one comes along, and it's like, well, right, here we go. Exactly. You know? So, talk about uh, you mentioned uh, Bailey. Talk about Bailey, and and you know how far he's come. Um, you know, tell everybody who he is. Um, old Bailey now. He's up to seventeen, eighteen. Bailey seventeen. Yeah. He's, okay. Uh, He's uh he's gonna be uh, graduating uh next year. Uh, we've been teaming up now for about about a year and a half for about two seasons. 
Um, you know, when we first started off, he had fished a lot of ponds and stuff, and um, his fishing, he was good, but he just hadn't really fished out in, like, the rivers and, you know, stuff a lot. I think the first tournament, I think he threw a, a wacky worm the whole tournament, you know. Um, <laughs> gradually, <laughs> uh, he started uh, catching on some. You know, he started trying some different stuff. Um, I'm sure his mom and dad probably still uh, regret getting him with me because I'm <laughs> sure that all those boxes from Tackle Warehouse put <laughs> a pretty good strain on them. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, the man, the man delivering a UPS guy. Coming to the house pretty often. <laughs> well, all right. We'll talk about um, now at the end. You you were slipping. You were slipping. They were gaining on you. Charlie Duzat finally caught you with their last tournament on the Pearl. Passed you up with one tournament to go. Talk about that. Talk about that time a little bit. Yeah, I um, I started fishing a little bit more stuff that wasn't around here and um. I've only started, I started fishing here about four years ago. You know, I mean, I'm not, I'm still trying to figure it out. For me to do good, I really need to uh, pre-fish. And during that stretch, most of the time when I had a chance, I was uh, fishing in the basin or fishing some other stuff, and I was just kind of showing up. And I'm not good enough around here just to, like, show up and fish. Uh, you know, these guys around here, man, are tough. And um, to stay up, in the top, you know, it's like you said, you got to have a top threes. I mean, you can do fifth place and still do good, but that's not going to help you out any. And um, I just kind of slipped, slipped it down some. Uh, you know, there's there's so many guys around here that really are just are just awesome. You know, I mean, you got Charles, you got Mark, uh, you know, you got Steve, who I think he passed me like twice. You know. Um, uh, you got Pittman, who really didn't fish much the uh, first part of the year. But then the last part, you know, when he focused in, I mean, he made a charge back up. I think he finished third or fourth or something, you know. It was it was just one of those years, I guess, where where the timing was good, you know. Um, when I was off, it seems like everybody else was, too. Yeah, yeah. And you came back, uh, what was that tournament that you put, what, you finished, uh, was it first or third? Second? Uh, second, second, yeah. Second, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, uh, fished that one with uh, Skip Rayburn. Um, we hadn't really planned on it. Um, uh, Bailey was uh, Bailey was gone, and uh, Skip called me that morning, broke down on the side of I-12, and uh, he said, "Man, if I can get my get my a boat home, and if I can make it over there, can I fish with you? You know." And um, he was on some good fish, and uh, you know that was that tournament was more about him than it was about me. I was just kind of fishing where he said to. <laughs> Talk about a story, man! That's incredible. <laughs> so you saw him on the side of the road, or he give you a call? Um, he called me. I was okay. still home, actually. It, it was like 3.45 or something. I mean, I was about to leave, and um, and he called me, you know. And um, he just put in some of my time, and he was on some fish, you know. And when you're on fish, you hate not to fish it, mm-hmm. you know, um, not just the money, but just for the, man, I was on fish, and I freaking broke down, you know. I mean, yeah. that's, kind of, that's kind of tough, you know. 
Mm-hmm. Well, it made made the day a lot better for him, I'm sure, winning second and, you know, go home and take care of his boat. What was the problem with it? Um, hub. Okay. He, um, he actually uh, went home and robbed a hub off of a uh, utility and uh, came back, and it didn't really fit good, but it wasn't far from home, so he was able to limp it back home at least. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Talk about uh, the future. What, what's gonna What's gonna happen in 2017? We got a tournament coming up uh, this weekend. You fish, fishing with uh, Bailey? Are you switching partners? Or what, what's gonna happen in 2017 for you? Uh, Bailey's going to take off a couple of years. Uh, he's graduating, fixing to start the uh, college deal, and um, he wants to focus on, on on that, which is you know the best thing for anybody to do. And um, I'm going to have a new guy for this year, uh, Doug Tanoy, uh from uh, Mississippi. Him and I, we fished together off and on uh, years back when I was uh, living there. So, um, you know, we, we kind of know each other and how each other fishes and their styles and stuff. So uh, I think it'll be good. Uh, if nothing else, it's, it's going to be a fun yeah, yeah. Talk about uh, what's your favorite river to fish or body of water to fish up here on the North Shore, Patrick, for a tournament? Uh, it'd have to be the Pearl, which is ironic because I'm. it's probably the one that I can figure out the absolute least. But um, <laughs> it just changes so much. But I think that's what I really like about it. And um, the more that I learn how to fish on the North Shore, the pearl kind of sets up good for for me, you know. I just got to spend some more time there and really, really learn uh, the area, you know. But I mean, it's so big. I mean, it's uh, not something that you can do quick. Uh, it takes time, and um, there's so, so so many guys there that you know have fished there for thirty years, for twenty years, for forty years, you know, that know it so so good. I mean, they can pull up to the the ramp haven't fished it in two weeks and see what the water's like and you know they have their game plan right then you know with me i pull up and my first thought is generally "Uh uh-oh it's changed (laughs) which is (laughs) within 15 minutes it seems like i mean with when you have a river like that that's reacting with with the water, you know, the rainfall and, and, and the flow and the water coming down, then you got the tidal system. Man, that's just mm-hmm. a big, messy equation, you know? Yeah, so. I mean, because it's like, okay, the tide's falling today, so the water's going to be dropping. But then you don't take into effect that it has, the, and, you know, <laughs> a, a southeast wind at 20 miles per hour is going to hold the tide up. And so I'm sitting there waiting all day for, for it to drop. And, <laughs> Oh, you know. it rained in Jackson, Mississippi a week ago, and now it's coming down, you know? Yeah, yeah, but then you got all this north wind. So is it going to blow it out, or is it going to or is it going to be up, you know? Um, <laughs> personally, I think it's going to fish a little bit down south, and the north end is going to be a little bit up. But, you know, that's me probably guessing on something that I'm not qualified <laughs> to. But... <laughs> Wouldn't be the first, huh, Patrick? No, it will not be the first at all. <laughs> all right, least favorite river by you up here. 
Mm, least favorite will probably have to be Manchac. To me, it and, and which is odd because I live the closest to it, and the Pearl is, is the furthest. Um, Manchac to me has been a thorn. Uh, you know, because once again, you've got so many areas that you can go to and fish. And um, I just, I can do good here where I'm just messing around. I mean, I've had some, you know, some 13, 14, 15 pound days. But then when tournament time comes, I just can't figure it out. I um, I don't know. I, I guess I need to spend a bit more time home and quit roaming around some. <laughs> Well, all right, Patrick. Uh, let, let, let's try to help the listeners out now. Not talking tournament fishing or anything. We're talking uh, numbers of bass. If we, you know, guys just like to go out there and catch bass. I know you tournament guys concentrate on the big ones, but you also get tons and tons of you know average size uh, marsh bass, twelve, thirteen, mm-hmm. fourteen inches. Where would we go in the winter? Tough winter time like this. We've just seen that good hard cold front come through, so this should really kickstart that bass pattern for the winter. Um, what what are we looking at? What areas would you suggest them hit? What launch to take? Uh, you know, would, is it targeting very very deep water, or what are we, we trying to find some flats where that sun's warming things up? Some wood, some rock. Clue us in here. Well, from what I've from what I found, the place to catch the most and the easiest probably is going to be be a pearl. Um, the population of bass there is just outstanding. Um, you, you can have a bad tournament and still catch 50 bass a day. Though. Um, for me, the reason it's so easy is because it has current and it has really good current. And anytime you have current, it's going to put bass in a predictable place. They like current, but they don't want to have to stay in it. So that means fishing any little break that's in it, whether it's a, a cypress tree, you know, if you're, um, a uh, lay down um, anywhere where the water kind of like forms a little eddy uh, drains are always you know I mean it's hard not to fish a drain there and not catch at least one fish um, to me that's the easiest place to catch fish at um, you know I, I like to flip and um, you can go down a bank with a, a marsh crawl and you can just, you know, catch five, ten, twenty bass on on almost any bank at times, um, just because of that current. So to me, if I was taking somebody somewhere that just wanted to just catch fish, I mean, just redundant Fun fishing, yeah, 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 just I mean, just hook set after hook set, it would probably be on on the pearl, uh, Crawford's, you know, it's. It's a little bit tricky with 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 all the uh, current trying to fish on it, uh, but you can launch on the East Pearl and run back to like the uh, Middle West. You know, you got uh, it has a uh, good current coming out uh, of a Friday's ditch, and um, just find you some 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 trees, some uh, lily pads. I mean, it's it's one of those spots where you can catch fish kind of how you want to. If you like to a crankbait, then you can find spots that they want to eat. If you like to spinnerbait, then you can that. If you like to frog fish, then you can go there and throw a frog all day long. You know, 
um, it's just one of those places that's just a fun place to fish. Yep, so I've heard. All right, Patrick Gonzaron, thank you so much, man, and, and thank you for joining us for the show, putting together this 31 campaign. Um, good luck to you in, in 2017. I will definitely be keeping track because I keep track of basically everybody uh, that <laughs> fishes on the North Shore, so I... I'll be able to tell you well, how good you're doing and, and, and what, what not, and I get all the pictures. and So I'm looking forward to an, another great year from you, um, a, a good competition out there, and i uh, got some youngsters coming up that are probably going to give everybody a, a run for their money. Mm-hmm. And it starts tomorrow morning, too. Yeah. <laughs> no rest for the weary, Please. Patrick. I haven't even closed out the 2016 season here. <laughs> wow. I got to get busy Seven. Sunday. I'm going to write all that up and close it on out. We're going to start it all over again. <laughs> well, a 17 is about to start, so you better <laughs> you better wrap it up because you fix and start getting a whole slew of brand new stuff, folks. Uh, I got to clean clear the slate with the with the point system. I didn't I didn't <laughs> post that point system uh, last year, but I think I'm a point. I'm a I'm going to post up everybody who's ever scored this year. I think oh, it's cool. close to. 70, yeah, 70 anglers so they can all see, you know, where exactly they're finished. So that would be great. Yeah, I'm going to do that. So, well, thanks. Thanks so much, Patrick, for joining us, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, Keith, too. All right. Talk to you later. All right. All right, Bye. All right, Patrick Ogeron. Hope you're enjoying this. Uh, we're going to do another another interview tomorrow for the NFR Live. Uh, if you know anybody, if you're enjoying the premium side of the site, Give somebody a call, shoot them an email, try to get them in here. You know, $20, $20 a year, you, you really can't beat that. Um, January is typically the, the slower month here on the site just because everything is, is almost frozen and, and nobody's hardly fishing, especially trout. Trout get, get the, the members in. But uh, things are going to start hopping soon uh, in spring when that when that trout run starts back up and, and the bass are on their beds and everything. So, uh I'm looking forward to this spring coming up with, with the NFR Live doing some more podcasts and getting some more people in premium. We're going to kick it off February. We're going we're gonna to do a fish fry at, at Bayou Adventure, so we're going to have a lot of fun with that. All right, that's the show. Until tomorrow, take care.